All right, welcome to another episode. The crew is back today. I've done a few episodes by myself, or at least one, uh, reviewing the Jeter documentary. Leva, what's been going on? Not too much, man. Just working on the bay and working on the caddy. You've been out took on... Her for, took her for her first ride on the streets. Okay, so you, you haven't been on week. the boat. What's that? You haven't been out on the water. On the bay, I have. Oh, okay, okay. So you... You have, so you have a few days off here, Leva? Every time I get days off, I'm working on the Cadillac, but now I'm waiting for parts. So. You, you, and you're not done with it yet? No, man, it's not easy to get stuff for that. I'm, I've been waiting five weeks for my tires. Yeah, it's a luxury item. Well, They're Leva, luxury, but you got to take one of those and come down here. White walls, TD, white walls. I ordered two-inch white walls for this thing. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> Leva, you got it. We got to have our bocce tournament. You got to come down here one, oh, one, that's one day. True, the tournament of champions does need to happen. World yep. Championship bocce. Me and you against TD and my dad. We yeah. got. We got to show them who's boss. Well, I mean, we know how to play championship bocce. Championship bocce, brick by brick. <laughs> All right. So the first topic: How many home runs is Aaron Judge gonna hit? TD, why don't you go first? Uh, so the number is 61. That's what we want. We want him to tie Maris. Listen, he's on pace. He's ahead of it. I'd be happy if he hit 60. How I don't many think, do you think you he's going to hit? I'd love him to do it. I think he's going to hit probably 58. I'd love him to hit 60. That would be awesome. I think he'd take that right now. But uh, I think he's going to hit 58, 59. I'll go with 58. All right, Lee. I mean, he's got to stay this hot. And Judge is streaky. We've seen him a million right. times. We know how he is. Right. Uh, but listen, this is something to watch. This has been the most exciting thing. His at batch is like appointment TV. But uh, it is. Oh, it's like A Rod was in the old days. This is like the 98 McGuire Sosa run. Oh, uh, man. All right, what, what do you think, Leva? TD's going with 58. He thinks Judge will slump a little bit. I think I think he'll I think he'll hover around 60. I think he'll get close. I also think that you know he'll go through a dry period. I think as he gets closer, much like with Jeter, you know, kind of really struggling to get from you know 2999 to 3000. You know, it took a little while. I feel like as it gets closer and as the pressure kinds of mounts a little bit, I feel like he'll grip the bat a little little bit tighter because he knows how historical a number is. Everybody talks about, you know, the clean single season number, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. You know what? Those other numbers don't even matter. It's 61. 61 well, the Yankees, it's, a, it's, it's our number. It's our number. And he knows no, how Honestly, I don't even now. know. the. I know Bonds had 72. I can't even remember what Sosa and McGuire hit. No one remembers. <laughs> No, it was 70 and 66, I believe. Yes. And I believe Bonds has 73. 73. Yeah. Bonds has 73. But I mean, as Yankees fans, I mean, you know, we do a lot, you know, a lot of our, a lot of our thing is, you know, our own Yankee records, records against other Yankee players. You know, like, you know, Gidry's what, 248 single, you know, single season strikeout record. Oh, yeah. That Maris number is iconic. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, it's you know, the Yankees. Everyone knows the number. The Yankees. Oh, it right. would be great if Judge did it. Listen, he can do it. He, he absolutely can do it. I mean, he can go on a tear. He absolutely could do it, but just 
you know, just seeing the way, you know, the dog days of summer, so to speak, and the way that, like you said, Judge is a very streaky hitter. Yeah, you know, I, I know. I don't like think and plus, he's just, he's been on, I think he has 11, uh, 10 homers in 12 games. So it seems like he can do it now, but Judge is streaky. And that's that's where I go. You know, Judge, if you look at his career, right now he's on pace for 67. But his career is, he always ends up right around 280 batting average. Right now he's at 299. So he's, in my opinion, he's due for a little bit of a slump. Also, most of the games... Um, he has most of the games the rest of the way are going to be away. And I think he loves hitting at Yankee Stadium, just popping him on that right field porch. So that's going to hurt him. And I thought Leva brought up a great point. When you start getting to those milestones, it gets yeah. harder. So when he's on 49, 50 is going to be very hard. That's true. That'll take five, six, seven games. If and he's, he needs every one of them. And if he's on 59... 60 is going to be very hard. So I actually, I, I predicted it before this podcast. My number is the same as TD. I think he's going to end up at 58. That's my guess. <laughs> Which, listen, man, 58. I love it. It's not a mediocre number. I mean, it's, it's an excellent number. I mean, that'll, you know, that'll do wonders for the Yankees. Boy. Yeah. But, 60 would be an awesome. I'd love him to get 60. I think at absolute best, he hits 60. No, yeah. the absolute best would be is if he hits 61 in the last game of the season. You know what? Roger that would be style. cool. I'd love a tie. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. It would be cool, wouldn't it? Tie yeah. with Maris. I wouldn't mind. Tie yeah. with Maris. It's like I'm at that level. You know what I was just thinking, too? Baseball is one of the only sports where the past generations were, quote, unquote, better. You know, all these new sports like basketball, all these new records are just getting shattered every year, like track and field football everything baseball is the only sport where like the past generations are like gods so to like tie up with that record would just be an incredible achievement well you're taking right, well i agree i agree yeah. and plus i mean it's you know it's just one of those it's one of those records you know it's you know it's it, yeah, it's and one it's of those records, you know, the single season home run record, you know, hitting yeah, 400. Like, no sport is like baseball, where, like, the, the players of today just cannot match up with the gods of the past. Like, I was watching SportsCenter today, people were talking about Juan Soto. Who does he compare to? And the guy's like, well, at absolute best, Ted Williams, but you'll never be Ted Williams. These guys in the past, it's the only sport, you just can't touch them. The Cobbs, the Williams, you know, the, the Gehrigs, these guys... They're just gods in the past. For just to get up to that 60 or tie 61, that would be – and it would almost yeah, be but, cool if he just tied. But, you know, Ty Cobb wasn't facing, you know, six guys coming out of the 10th row in 101. Well, no, that's the only thing you that's know, really – You know, with ungodly breaking stuff. I mean, pitching, it's a different game. It's still, a different these game. players of the past, they just seem better. Like the Ozzie Smiths well, on the – Of course, yeah, but, this mythic stature because, you know, there isn't, a, you know, a ton of TV footage of them. You know, most of like guys our age, you know, we know them from, you know, various clips from documentary or, or that phenomenal, you know, that Ken Burns baseball, that uh, nine piece baseball thing that came out, what, back in 94, 95? Yeah. You know, we didn't watch these guys day in, day out. T brought so up a good point. This, Believe it is today with the pitching, the way relievers are just throwing such heat and you have so, these staffs are so good. It is very ungodly, hard. ungodly yeah. heat. I mean, remember yeah. when nine, you know, upper 90s was. You know, considered elite. 
now that's like average to mediocre. Like, you know, if you throw 95, it's like, oh, yeah, might as well just underhand it in there. Well, my point is, you think like these NBA players, like, oh, these guys wouldn't be good now, like Bill Russell and them. But tell me Luke Gehrig wouldn't be a monster today. Tell me Ruth wouldn't be a monster. Tell me Ted Williams wouldn't be a monster. Well, I mean, those guys swung like 40. Those guys, those guys past, swung freaking sequoia trees. Yep. And it's amazing that he's touching that record. Yep. So I just want to move it along. But it's yeah. a good thing to watch. And TD does bring up a good point. The history of baseball still looms large today. Yankee history, too. Yes. Um, I want him to do it. I want him to get that 61. So, Leva, we'll start with you. What do you think is the biggest Yankee worry right now? What is the, the biggest worry? The fact that they are below average with runners in scoring position still. Teams still hitting under 250 with men on base. The Yankee black cloud, the Boone era black cloud still looms. But the thing is, that's the type of stuff that absolutely deflates your morale. It deflates your fan base. It deflates the guys in the bench. When there's guys on base, you're down 2 nothing. You get a guy on second and third with one out, and you don't bring any of them in. Well, I and got there's leave it to, you know, to address your point, though, I love the Ben Attendee pickup because he's one of the best hitters in baseball this year. And you've got a top of the lineup now with Ben Attendee, DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge. I mean, that's... Oh, and by the way, LeMahieu has been on absolute fire. Oh, my God. He's like an on-base machine, this guy. Even his average is down. His op is just where it was during his Yankee prime. He's incredible. Oh, yeah. He's still getting it done. And, yeah. and, and look, a hot DJ, a hot judge, a hot, you know, IKF. We, do, we are going to be better in that category simply because we don't have the Gary Sanchez's of the world. We still have the Hickses of the world. But I think we'll be a little bit better in that category in the past. But it is still a worry. It is still a now worry. Listen, they're not the worst. They're not the best. I mean, they're they're just like they're what? I'm looking They're 16th in Major League Baseball. TD, what, what's your biggest worry? My biggest worry is the Astros. I was just looking at Verlander. That guy's unbelievable. The guy, the guy's like 12 and two with a high one ERA. That guy is unbelievable. But that, my biggest worry is the Astros, that they do those little winning things better than us. They got a team chemistry that I'm worried about. They got starting pitching that will produce in the postseason that I'm worried about. Yeah. And they just, they've owned us. They're five for five ALCSs. They beat us every time we face them. And I worry that against them, our starting pitching won't hold up. Outside of our top two, I'm, I love Cole, I love Nestor. I'm worried about the rest. Tyone, Seve, Monty, I'm worried about them. We don't know about the new guy. Um, I'm worried about our ability to just play small ball and pitch behind our first two starters. Well, my, and my worry is similar to yours. It's, it's starting pitching because that's been the backbone of the team all year. And July, the Yankees had their worst month. They played basically 500 ball, and it came down. The starters have come back to earth, including yeah. with um, Sevy getting injured. And the new guy, Frankie Montas, he has good numbers. The only issue is it's with Oakland. Sunny Gray. Yes. <laughs> the Oakland Coliseum is the second – Behind Tropicana Field is the most, the second most pitcher-friendly ballpark. 
and pitching for the A's with no pressure, it's going to be completely different in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have that much faith in him. So, and and to me, the thing with the Yankees rotation, they're all sort of B plus, but you don't have that big because even Cole gets hit by these good teams. So uh, that's what I'm worried about. I'm just worried these games, these. Big games again, and the Astros picked up players at the trade deadline. They're, they they strengthened their lineup. Vasquez um, and Mancini were huge gets. Huge gets. Huge gets. I saw that deal. I was like, dude, Vasquez. What's he hitting? Like two eighty. Oh, he's such a great um, hitting catcher. And Mancini. I mean, Mancini. We've had the. We've gotten a lot of looks at that guy. You know, pitching, you know, playing for Baltimore. I mean, he's he's a player. And he's Milton player. Bradley's coming back from injury. They're gonna they got uh, a deadly lineup. They got a deadly yeah. starting rotation. Yeah, We had our three guys and we rotated them. We had Burnett, CC, and Pettit. I just don't feel like we have our third guy this year. I love Nasty Nesser. He impresses me every time. That guy is he's just good. Cole. Just checked, he's leading the league in strikeouts. So Cole has been rock solid, sort of on the macro level. Yeah. But you, you go with Cole. You're happy you got Cole. It's just the rest. And I love the top of our lineup. I love the DJs. I love the judges. I even like the ICAST. I worry about the back end of the rotation. Yeah, but the back you end get Trevino the out there. I worry about like... a close game and having Hicks up and just not getting it done, just popping out. I worry about – that's what I worry about, our beep. B-plus players becoming C-minus players in the postseason. I'm worried well, I mean, about those other start starters pitching at that and point. our back-end so, I mean, yeah. yeah. All right. So, so – It's exciting. Yeah. I'm so, leave is with uh, the clutch hitting. Leva? I said I'm excited because, in a way, this is kind of nearing, like, you know, the Yankees in 96. You know, you're facing, you know, the baddest team on the planet, you know, the, the, you know, the Braves. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the returning, you know, World Series champions. They seem to have, you know. You talking about the Astros now? Favorite. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, the Yankees are facing like this big mountain in front of them. They have to climb to win that World Series. Like, the Yankees get it done. It's going to be sweet. It's going to take against the Astros. Against the Astros. Yeah. Go through yeah. the Astros, and then we beat the Dodgers or the Mets. So no matter. Right. What, I mean, but you get past you get past the Astros. That ALCS, that pennant is going to taste good. All it's right. Good. Last topic. A little bit off baseball. Um, but we got a basically middle-aged guy's audience. So looking good as a middle-aged guy, what is the key? TD, why don't you go first? Uh, what is key? Well, listen, you got to do what works for you. But if you want to keep it simple, you got to wear clothes that fit. You know, that's just for anyone. You know, you got these big baggy. Just clothes that don't fit is a bad thing. So wear clothes that fit. That's, you know, 55% of the battle. And, you know, if you're, uh, you know, if you're a taller guy, you should lift and get some muscles. If you're a shorter guy, you should just lose a hell of a lot of weight and don't pack on the muscle. So do what works for you. You know, slim down if you're heavy. What you can control is wear clothes that fit. And uh, those are the things you can control. So, you know, tackle those things. Yes, yeah, see, i Mine's similar to yours that, you know, if you think about looking good, you know, it's style, like you mentioned, clothes, the right haircut, your body, 
your hair, your skin, but style you can control. You know, you could get clothes that fit, you could get the right haircut, you could do all that. Even your body, you could get in great shape. It's very, it's doable. <clears throat> hair is kind of tough, but there's definitely options out there. For me, the toughest one is your skin because there's so many guys I see <laughs> who look, no, they look, they're in great shape. They go to the gym, they've got all their hair, but they're, they just got, they, their face just looks really old. And, and that's okay. the hardest. What can you do about that? That's my, well, that's my point. It's, that's the, that's why to me, that's the key one. And you said, what can you do? You're right. It's not as easy as the other ones, but you know, you could still watch how much you're in the sun, drink lots of water, dermatologists, moisture. There are things you can't, all I'm trying to say is that's the one to pay attention to because it's the hardest to. The Levi, hard you're going to be putting on some uh, moisturizer? Are you kidding me, man? Look, I, 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 yeah, I got the, uh, I, I soak my skin in, I luxuriate in suntan lotion. Freaking like a baseball glove, skin, man. Leva. You do have good skin, Leva. I have great skin because I take care. There you go. You got good hair too. I do have good. It's that those Italian, those Italian jeans, man. And uh, just listen, let the olive exactly. oil flow. Don't that's, strip that's, the oil. Uh, yeah. All right, Leva, the finish this off. Don't strip the oil. So finishing it off. Tell us. The thing is, you guys are talking about clothes, this, that, the other thing. I think it's a lot more simple than that. I think what makes a man look good in middle age is confidence. I think if a person wears confidence, it makes you know, whatever you're wearing, look good. If you own whatever you're wearing, if you own how you look, if you just exude confidence. You're right. You that's don't a want good to be look. all hat, no cowboy. Yeah, but the thing is, if you exude confidence, that's a good that's look. A good it makes you it makes you immediately more attractive to that's the true. same as well as that's the opposite true. sex because people, people will just be naturally drawn to you if you're a confident person. If you speak confidently, if you carry yourself confidently, there you go. There you go, Going Leva. Be that's, there you go. That's a non, you know. I mean, I wear I wear bathing suits and Aloha shirts pretty much all the time for my work. I mean, I look like a cruise ship bartender. But you know what? You're the I feel good doing it. <laughs> exactly. So that's a non-beauty regime attack. I like that. I like that. Taking an alternate route. But the desired effect is achieved. There you go. Yeah, and I mean, the other thing too is, man, and, and the other thing I learned from a very young age, don't strip the oils. Don't strip the oil out of your hair. Don't strip the oil out of your skin. That's true. I like don't it. Don't strip I the like oil. It. Well, yeah. how do you not strip the oil out of your skin? You don't it's weird because I actually don't meal. wash my face with soap. I don't wash my face with soap. Okay. There you never wash my, I never wash my face with soap. Beauty right. tips from Bradford Levo. And, and, uh, beauty tips from Bad, and I actually only shampoo. I shampoo my hair very infrequently. It's true, Zob. You can't overdo the. It's true. Your natural, you know, oils. You, you I agree. Think, about think of a baseball glove. When is a baseball and glove at its softest and most soft? Do their job. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, guys. The best stuff. Let's uh, baseball and life. Baseball and life. The Grom for the Mets tonight. Oh yeah! Big start. Big start. Big He's start. Finally back. I might. Finally I back. think I might flip, flip to and from. I'll I'll watch his first few innings. Yep. Oh, I'm listening to the Yankee game. I mean, I'll I'll catch I'll catch the Grom of the papers tomorrow. And so it's, it's, yeah, the, it's Yankee uh, baseball yeah, now. It's all just Yankee Yep. All right. Let's wrap it up. We'll do another podcast soon. See you, TD. See you, Leva.
All right, Sheldon, boys. always a pleasure. Yep. Bye. Have a nice day.